We're going to talk about three Bears who could potentially make their first Pro Bowl appearance this upcoming year. And it's Friday, so you know what that means. We're going to dive into the mailbag. All that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. I'm the host here, Hayes, holding it down for the team. Make sure you guys are following the channel at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform we happen to be on. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into the content for today. And first up, though, before we get into the mailbag, I want to talk about this list of three Bears players that could make their first Pro Bowl this upcoming season. This comes from Bears Goggles On. So if you guys want to go and check out that website, they usually have pretty good articles, uh, a lot better of a of a written article source than like Bleacher Report or something like that for Bears because they're so Bears focused. But on this list they have first up, and this is kind of surprising me when I initially heard it, and that's DJ Moore. DJ Moore has surprisingly not made a single Pro Bowl this uh, in his career so far, even though having really solid years every year uh, of his career. And so he's gone over 100, uh, 100,000, no, over 1,100 yards uh, in three separate seasons. And so DJ Moore coming in as the number one on the Chicago Bears team. And yeah, he's going to get doubled a lot and things like that. But like being Justin Fields, probably best weapon, him and another player that's going to be on this list as well. But I do think that the growth of Justin Fields is going to help benefit DJ Moore and vice versa, right? DJ Moore is definitely going to help the growth of Justin Fields as well. And so because of the synergy between those two players, and because I do have Justin Fields having a big season as well, I do think that DJ Moore is going to be make one, his first Pro Bowl this season. And so I do definitely agree with him being on that list by Bears goggles, goggles on. I'm really surprised that he hasn't made one as of yet. But like this season, I do think that, that this, the synergy – the, the growth in the offense, the fact that I think we're going to become uh, more a more passing team than what we were last year. We're going to pass the ball a lot more. Still think we're going to be a run-heavy team, but we're going to pass the ball a lot more. The growth from uh, Justin Fields, how we've heard that he now commands that offense, I think is going to benefit with him and DJ Moore both making their first Pro Bowl. So that's two off the list, right? I already kind of let one go. But Justin Fields is definitely on there. And if you guys got to see my stream over on Bleacher Report yesterday, I have Justin Fields pegged to have over 30 total touchdowns this season uh, in the NFL. And I think when you look at it, I want to see him be at least 20 to 25 passing touchdowns. The rest of that could be running touchdowns. I want to see him run less, but when he does run, it's going to be that that big playmaking ability. But because of that and the growth that, that Justin Fields has, I see Justin Fields making his first pro bro this season as well. I think with all the national media critiques around him, that creates a storyline. And as we know with a lot of, of postseason awards in all sports, it's about the storyline. And with the way that the doubt around Justin Fields from the national media, even from some internal Bears fans, I think that Justin Fields, as long as he steps up in the way that we've heard about, has that command over the offense, finishing closer to 3,000 yards passing, and we'll see what he does rushing-wise with having over 30 total touchdowns. I think that Justin Fields is definitely on his way to his first Pro Bowl. And with that is, is this other biggest weapon. That is Cole Komet on this list, who I fully agree with as well. You guys know, I've been saying for a while now that Cole Komet is going, this is going to be the season where he's he's going to be start being mentioned as one of the best tight ends in the game of football. I truly believe that. You look at the growth that he had last season and his numbers getting seven touchdown receptions last year. I think he's going to have double-digit touchdown receptions because he's going to be such an important part to that red zone offense for the Chicago Bears. And with having DJ Moore there, Chase Claypool's ability to hopefully take the top off the defense, it's going to open up a lot in the slant and mid-passing game for Cole Komet be even more effective and impactive than what he was last year. He was already in, in the top half 
of the league in the top of his position as far as touchdown receptions last year and yards per catch. I think this is also going to be the year that Cole Komet makes his first first Pro Bowl appearance. And I agree with it being on this list as well. I just, I just, I think this is the season for Cole Komet to really hit that growth. He got his money, he got paid. I think he's going to benefit a lot from Justin Fields' growth and the growth in the offense as a whole. Being able to go to those two tight end sets with him and Robert Tanyan, even Mercedes Lewis in some in some sets, depending on what they do there, it's going to be a real interesting season. And I think Cole Komet, DJ Moore, Justin Fields, I agree with this list from Bears Goggles on. They're definitely going to make their first Pro Bowl this upcoming season. Let's hope that that's the case. But enough of me yapping. It's Friday, so you know what that means. It's Mailbag Day. We're going to get into this first mailbag. This one's from Roy. What's up, Cognac boys? Bobby Hayes. Oh, hey, I just want to say something real quick, man. It's your boy uh, Roy from Rail Stock. You know, I'm sitting there with the cable guy. You know, he fixed my internet. And we're talking about the Bears. And once again, not trying to be racist, but here's another Caucasian guy talking about the Burham uh, guy, the uh, second string quarterback or whatever. I don't know why people are steady trying to say that this guy is better than Justin Fields or he should be starting before Justin Fields. Okay, he had a couple good series in the in the preseason game. The fact still remains, Justin Fields got drafted way higher, and he didn't even get drafted. But anyway, hey, Green Bay coming up this Sunday. I got my Remy in the freezer. Me and the guys, we ready. We got steaks to put on the grill. I need Justin Fields to be the MVP of this game. We need him to do what he do. It's time to take the training wheels off. It's time for them to pull out the real playbook because what we've seen in the preseason most definitely is not the playbook. That's probably uh, uh, maybe two or three plays out of the book or something, but that's definitely not the real deal. But yeah, man, Green Bay ass is out of there. Love is out of there. They probably going to sack his ass at least five or six times. I'm predicting the Bears to win 31-21. Chicago up. Bear down. Bears fans saying Tyson Bajan is better than Justin Fields. I've kind of already talked about it. Like, I, I do think that for some, there's a bias there that they may not even realize that they have. I also think that some of it's rightfully deserved as far as critique for Justin Fields. But as we know, especially with the social media age, especially with people wanting attention for their comments, you, you, you benefit from saying the most outlandish thing, right? So it can't just be like, hey, that Tyson Bajan kid looks good. You have to also throw in like, oh, Tyson Bajan, because of how he looked in those two in those two preseason games, he's clearly a better candidate than Justin Fields. He's a better quarterback because of this, because of that, because of this, because of that. Like that, if the comparison is going to have to be there, and you know, while I don't agree with it, and here's the thing, I don't want to say anything bad necessarily about Tyson Bajan because I want him to develop on this team. Hell, I would rather him be listed as the quarterback too. I want him to show the growth and development so we can say Ryan Poles got another one, right? But. When it comes down to comparing him and Justin Fields because of preseason games, I think that people are kind of missing that what they were doing out there in preseason was very, very different, right? But I will say this as well. You can't overlook, especially in that last preseason game that Justin played in, he didn't look good. I, like I said, I, I don't want to you like overlook a critique of Justin either just to support him. Like He didn't look good, and so when you don't look good and you have another player look look good in, in, in the same game, like people are going to naturally start making that comparison. I do think people are going a little overboard with it. But, hey, the season the season will tell itself, and I love the point that you said, if people really think that we saw all of Luke Getze's offense in the preseason, I really have I really got to just feel sorry for you as a sports fan because that, that sports knowledge ain't that high. Now, as far as Justin Fields stepping it up week one, yeah, 
It does. Whether right or wrong, all eyes are going to be on Justin Fields this first game because of the matchup with him and Jordan Love, because of being a uh, a, a rival, because it's being, um, you know, just the national media doubt around him because the Bears being a 3-14 and 14 team. And now that they've improved the offensive line as much as they have, right, now that they've improved the weapons, that's naturally going to give people the credence now to say, hey, so last year you could say that he didn't have good receivers. He went out and got DJ. They went out and got him DJ Moore. So if he's bad, all we got to point to Justin Fields. So I do hope that that field steps up and he really shuts up a lot of his doubters in week one. That's my personal hope. Let's hope that it comes true. All right, let's get into this next voicemail. This one's from Fred. Hey, what's up, man? This your boy Fred, man. I hope your weekend was good and your holiday is Twitter. Man, it's here. You know what I'm saying? It's almost here, man. We got a couple days to go. And, I, and I'm just waiting because – I'm waiting to see what Justin Fields going to do to Green Bay. And I hope he carve up that motherfucking defense, especially against Jair Alexander, who everybody got him as a top corner. Because last time I checked, we had some trash-ass receivers on the team that was burning his ass. So he should be in those top 10, top 5 as a shutdown corner because anytime you get receivers like E.Q. Say Brown, who was a former teammate of his, or Nikhil Harry was burning that ass, that right there should tell Green Bay something. Green Bay needs to get their money back. So I hope Green Bay ain't got no plans putting all their money to Jordan Love because that defense coming. Because people ain't seen – they seen little glimpse of the defense, but they ain't seen shit yet, man. Because that defense going to be all over, you know what I'm saying, Jordan Love, like white on rice, god damn it. I, I, I tell you, because that dude, fight me, praise him all. Oh, he, he, he's doing good. Of course you going to do good against some second – Second string is the third string that's trying to make the team. Like, successful dude, because the real shit, real live action, you know Because I don't think this dude, Jordan Love, he ain't going to be shit. He never was shit. You know what I'm saying? His mama ain't shit and his daddy ain't shit. Yeah, that's how far I'm going. And as far as them motherfucking bum-ass Detroit kittens, I can't wait till this Thursday till goddamn Kansas City put a beating on that boy so they can expose them for who the team they is because – all this, this talk about Detroit don't win the bitch, Detroit don't do this. Detroit gonna be the same old ass, bum ass Detroit like they always been. So, the hell with them. And I'm not even thinking about Minnesota because we all know Minnesota ain't gonna make no goddamn noise as well either because Kirk Cousins, we all know he knows to be a choker though. But I'm gonna have my Bears girl dog. I'm gonna have me a cigar. I might, I'm gonna drink me some cognac as well. And I'm gonna look, look forward to my Bears. Putting our foot in Green Bay ass. So, shout out to you and the Cognac boys. Shout out up. Bet out. Let's get it. Hopefully, Fields cooks Alexander. Listen, Alexander, I will say he's been talking a lot. But at the end of the day, here's what I'll say, right? Much like I said in the last voicemail, I don't want to make it just about Justin Fields. It's, of course, going to be a lot about that because he's the quarterback. He's the starting quarterback on an NFL team. But I hope this team has success. And I, even if Justin Fields has a so-so game or a mid-game, but the Bears get the win and he doesn't hurt the team, like I, I, I'm like I want to see steps. And the team has to take steps. The team as a whole could not win football games last year. Yes, Justin played a part of that. So I want to see this team get those get the, those wins and step out. But Justin Fields does have to show growth. And you know this matchup between him and Jordan Love. This comparison between them is going to be one that you know as long as both quarterbacks stick on their respective teams for a long time. 
They're going to be comparing them for a long, long time to come. Now, Jordan Love did have some time to learn behind. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. A great quarterback, right, in Aaron Rodgers, even though I have my issues with him as a player, and especially in playoff uh, uh, situations. But nonetheless, he's had that time to learn behind, right? Justin Fields was almost thrown immediately out there, and even when he wasn't, when he was on the bench, it's not like he was behind a great quarterback, a quarterback that's going to be a Hall of Famer, right? So, you know, we'll see. But they're going to compare these players forever, and especially in this game, if Ju- if Jordan Love has a better game than Justin Fields, man, we're going to hear it for a long time. And they get a win, we're going to hear it for a long time. All right, let's get into this next voicemail. This one's from one of my favorite guys. This one's from Barry. Hey, Bobby C-Dub. Barry here. So, fellas, my friends, my brothers, Bears fans, confident as we go into this game. I'm hearing all these fans, they're talking about being nervous. And, oh, boy, can't handle the pressure. It's going to be a nervous wreck come Sunday. Listen, the Bears are winning this thing 34-17. You fucking hurt it here first. And here's why. DJ Moore touches the ball, fucking housing it. I guess that uh, the goblin, Jair Alexander, is nursing a little groin injury. I guess he hurt his pee-pee or something. So he's not going to be 100%. Even if he was, DJ is going to be burning his ass. If it's not him, it's Claypool. If it's not him, it's Mooney. Or the white rhino, Kokomet. So, fellas, I have the utmost confidence. The defensive line, they're going to be like fucking rabid dogs, like pit bulls out there. They're going to pop the weasel, and they're going to make his life hell. And then they're going to lean on those running backs, Jones and Dillon. And guess what? We got some fucking run stuffers. Andrew Billings is going to body slam his ass. I'm fucking looking forward to it. I got this uh, Packer fan coworker, and he's talking all this shit. And I said, yeah, you better hope that the Bears win, because the last time the Packers won against the Bears, you got so fucking excited, you knocked up your cousin for the fourth time. So, you know, they, they do like doing that. The Packers fans, they're real into incest. It's a little fucked up, if you ask me. They're like basically southern Mississippi in Wisconsin somehow. They're fucking animals. So, anyway, fellas. Don't fret. The days are going to pass here. We got a few days to go, and we're going to be fucking celebrating come about 645 Sunday night, Central Time. So everybody chill the fuck out and bear the fuck down. Oh, Chicago up, bear the fuck down. Talk to you later, fellas. Listen, Barry, did he say pop goes the weasel? Um, Barry's just great. I, I, I hope that you guys have really been enjoying Barry and what he brings to this uh, to this platform. And you'll be seeing him even more, especially in our pregame shows going down on Sundays. So I can't wait for that. But, like, Barry, uh, I, I agree with you, right? Like, the Bears winning 34-17, to 17, I don't necessarily know if I agree on that. I want to see how this offense is going to look. While I have a lot of faith in this offense, I have a lot of faith in this team, I, I'm not necessarily picking that lopsided of a win quite yet, right? I want to see uh, how this team is going to come together, how Luke Getz is going to call, how the defense is going to stand up, right? But I, I feel confident coming into this game. There's so much reason for excitement, and I know a lot of Bears fans are excited to get this one uh, off the ground and just to see how this season's going to kick off for the Bears, right? Super exciting season. I think that, you know, Jordan Love's going to have a tougher go against this secondary than what people are giving it credit for, and I hope that we come out of this game with a win. I'm predicting a victory. You'll have to find out my score predictions on the pregame show, but I'm definitely picking my team, my Chicago Bears, to win this game, and, you know, we'll see. We'll see how many times they get to crack the skull of Jordan Love because I really hope 
Yannick Ngakwe just makes Jordan and the defensive line as a whole make Jordan love night uh, day a living hell, especially in Soldier Field. Let's make that motherfucker pay. But all right, let's get into the next voicemail. This one is from Booker. Yo, 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 Hayes, what's up, man? This book, blessings, man, to you and yours. Man, we finally here. Here we go. Game week, and it's uh, Wacker week. That's what I call them, the Green Bay Wackers. And, uh, yeah, I just uh, wanted to say, man, that uh, hopefully, man, Justin have a coming out party, man. I'm talking like 320, 350, three or four touchdowns, man. I hope he just, like, just put their heads to bed, man, and just let everybody know that he's here, and this is going to be his league. And uh, just um, off topic, man, I know you saw that Lucky Bull last night, man, and they're going to have Detroit going to be going crazy talking about their team. It's like, man, y'all barely won that, and y'all got lucky to win it. But y'all won nonetheless, but uh, let it go to y'all head because when we play y'all, I think we're going to beat them. I wasn't impressed, actually, by either team last night to be honest with you. And if the Bears do what they're supposed to do, I think the Bears will beat both of them, Patrick and uh, Golf, both of them, man. But that's all I wanted to say, man. Again, blessings to you and yours on this Friday, man. Have a good weekend. Chicago up, bear down. Again, I'm going to keep telling you, you need to put that on the shirt. All right. Justin Fields having a coming out party against the Green Bay Packers. That would be great. A great way to start the season. A great story for the for the first week of the season, right? If Justin Fields is able to come out and just throw for a huge, right? I'm not going to put a number on it, but like if Justin Fields was, I'm saying I'm not going to put a number, then I'm immediately going to put a number. But if Justin Fields does have an over 300 yard passing day with two to three touchdowns, right? And he runs for, for some and just makes dynamic plays and looks decisive out there and stands in that pocket, gets some time. Like it's going to be a coming out party in sorts because people haven't seen that version of Justin Fields, especially if they haven't watched him in college. Like, I think that it's in there at the NFL level for Justin. He just has to show and prove it to these doubters, to the national media, on the big stage and opening week against the Green Bay Packers. That's definitely a a, a stage to do it on. And let, let's hope that that happens, right? I'm not a person who always goes off hope, but, uh, you know, I want to go off betting and statistics and things like that. But the Bears got to come out and show that they are different that they can protect the, the quarterback, that they're still going to have that dynamic running game, that the weapons are going to be utilized right, and we're going to not be afraid to go to our passing game more, right? That the defense is legit, and they're going to be able to contain the run enough so that we're not get out, completely getting danced out there, right? So those are things that we have to prove. I did my questions episode yesterday, and there are questions around the Chicago Bears team, but I do think they're going to come out, and you know, whether Justin Fields has a coming out party or not, I want to see the Bears team having coming out party with a big win against the Green Bay Packers. Now, as far as Detroit fans, um, this, I mean, listen, Detroit fans are going to be, and that's that's with any fan base. I'm going to give them that, right? Like, regardless of how the Bears win against the Packers on Sunday, if they win, we're going to take it as that fan of that team. We're going to critique it, especially here, because I think as a content creator, I try to be more objective. But a fan base isn't always meant to be objective, right? Fandom is is built there so that people can fan out about their team and so I'm not going to hold Jets fans about being really high on their team right now after last night's win I will say that if you're like predicting them to be like a Super Bowl contender it's like all right pump your brakes a little bit but I think like as you said with both teams Kansas City and Detroit they left a lot to be desired out there it's week one though teams are going to get better teams are going to progress and I'm looking forward to all of our matchups this year but especially the inner division uh, matchups because I want to see us start becoming that the, the kings of the north again so you know you know, Detroit won their game. They went out there. They took care of the business to at least get the win. But like with most teams, they have holes in their game. And they have things that they, I'm sure that they're going to try to improve on week after week. And hopefully we can exploit that when it's time for us to face them. But all right, let's get into the last uh, voicemail. This one's from Marifa Asad. Bobby, C-Dub, hey, 
some cognac bars. What's happening, fellas? This is Marie Bussard. Black yet again, man. Black again. That's right. Listen, man, I want to talk about our Chicago Bears this time, man. The game is coming up Sunday, and I'm super hyped. You hear me? I'm over hyped, man. I can't wait. I can't wait for the boys to get out there on the field and put a whipping on them damn FBG. I can't even say it right. I'm so excited. FBG, but listen, man, the only thing I'm concerned with, the only thing I'm concerned with is that damn interior offensive line. I'm worried, man. What the hell is going on with Nate Davis? This my, I can't believe he had practiced stretching and shit. And then they, the coach sit him down after he stretched his hamstring and say it's a personal injury. What the hell is personal? I don't understand it, man. Why we pay this man $30 million? $30 million, man. We done gave him, but I can't believe we done wasted this money. I hope Ryan Pohl got his receipt because he needs to return the fender, send that damn thing back because if he ain't doing his job, because he got something going on mentally, I don't know, man. We need to send his ass back to Tennessee. Because I can't believe. Listen, man. Who the hell gonna stop Kenny Clark? Huh? Who the hell gonna stop Kenny Clark? And is Lucas Patrick gonna stop Kenny Clark? And it was, and Kenny Clark was whooping his ass in practice in Green Bay last, two years ago. Well, I mean, goddamn. Oh, and caught it right here. Don't touch it. But listen, I'm I'm a little nervous, okay, about that interior of the offensive line. All right, they need to put the Tyree Carter in there, man. Tyree Carter, J.T. Carter, put him in there, man. He can at least anchor. That boy is solid. Put him in there. He can anchor. He's young and he's strong. Put him in there, man. Put Feeney in there, man. Well, I don't know about no goddamn Lucas Patrick. I don't know about no goddamn. Uh, 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 Cody White here, and I damn sure don't know what the hell Nate Davis going to do. But I'm just saying, good thing that Justin got wheels. Good thing that Justin can run. Because I'm going to tell you what, he might need to run and move the pocket with these boys on the inside of the interior line. Holmes needs to fix it, man. He needs to fix it in the offseason, get another guard or two, along with some defensive ends when he drafts, okay? That's 2024. But we ain't looking too far in the head in the future, but we talk about week one. It's going down. FGB. Get me in it. Listen, man. It's your man, my reaper. I'm out of here, man. I got people to go and places to see. And you know what I'd like to say when I leave? And I feel like that's the great note to end the show on. I ain't got nothing to add to that. Marifa gets hype. He's like the unofficial hype man for the Chicago Bears. I love everything that you said. We got to see if this team is legit. This is the time for the team to set the tone. This is the time to set the expectations for the season. This is all this. This is months in the making, a full offseason in the making to bring this version of this team together. And how Matt Eberflus, Luke Getze, Allen Williams, how they coach this team how Justin Fields leads it, how on the offensive side, how Tremaine Edmonds, Jaquan Brisker lead it on the defensive side. We're all going to be able to see what it is. And it's going to give us a week of things to talk about and evaluate with this team. And we're going to evaluate it honestly right here on Chicago Bears Central. Make sure you guys are following the show at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform. You can send us any feedback, questions, uh, comments, concerns, uh, uh, NBA, uh, sorry, NBA, uh, Shy Bear, Chicago Bears Central at gmail.com. Got too many podcasts here, y'all. And lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for the mailbag, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related, thanks to you guys. And like we like to end every episode on, uh, Shy town up, bear down, love you guys. Peace, y'all. 
This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.